Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. everybody and welcome to episode 18 of the Creative Exponent podcast. We're almost done with season one. 18. I know that it just hit me. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So we're this ended up being sort of like half a season since we uh-huh. started in the summer um, and we're going to take December off because right. it's December. Everybody's doing Christmas stuff and we want to do with Christmas family. Stuff That's too. right. Yeah, yep. exactly. So we're going to take that off and then we'll start again in January for season two. Mm-hmm. And we'll tell you more about that probably next week. Yes. We're excited about some things that we're going to start doing. This was like our learn to podcast <laughs> season. <laughs> Changing the tire while the car is moving podcast season. Yes. Yep. That's exactly. It. So thank you for those who have like stuck with us as we're learning this, like we're learning things about, um, even just how we talk, like I'm saying, um, way too much. Or Shauna's saying, you You know, know. way too much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like where it's like, I didn't realize I did that. Mm -hmm. So we're learning and learning how to, you know, working, I'm working on enunciation. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And then not less worried about it. (laughs) I know. Well, when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, let's work on diction a little bit or Mm -hmm. I don't know, just just things that um, that just to make a podcast like nicer to listen to and um, working on making them more structured and everything. So anyway, we're learning. And so we're glad that you've hung with us through. um, Yes, we are. Episode now. Yes, we are. So this week, we're going to talk about bouncing back from burnout. And Mm. um, I think this is kind of timely for us because we both have experienced recently um, just periods of burnout. And I think maybe both of us have experienced kind of extended periods of burnout where just you feel like you feel like you just can't you're just not going to get out of it. Like that's kind of the new state of your life is just feeling burnt out Mm -hmm. by everything that you're doing Um, at this. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough thing. Cause I think, so both of us, our businesses have tied, have been tied very heavily into things that we love to do. Mm -hmm. And so like working on our home, working on, you know, writing, photography, styling, designing, consulting, like stuff that we, would want to do anyway. Yeah. But when you turn it into a business, it can be energizing, but it can also you it, it's just kind of this weird space yes. sometimes where you're um and we've talked about this before. I don't think on the podcast, but I think somewhere else where you're mm-hmm. sort of slowly killing the thing that you love to oh, do. Yes. I know. And I, and there are two, you know, I do think it's important to, to note, you know, there's different forms of, of burnout, you know, and, and it can be a very, you know, like you said, it can be just a quick, you know, little blip where you're, you know, really just worn out for a week after a major, you know, event or, you know, occurrence in your business, something you've been working towards, you know, you've written a book or, you know, just one of those big projects that you put down. You're of course, usually a little burnout after that, but then, then there's this other, form of burnout that it that can you know it can just last and hang on and even when it's mostly gone there's just remnants left and I think that that's just normal you know it's it's a normal thing especially if you've been in you know creative business for you know for a while it's it's just going to come and it's going to happen and yes I think we're both because you because you are tied 
to this activity in not only it's, you know, something you love and something you enjoy, but it's something now that, that brings money in, you know, it literally provides for your family. Um, that's, it, it is easy for that to become very burdensome. And, you know, all of a sudden, it's not just this thing you love anymore. It's not just this right. fun, carefree, creative, you know, work. It's, it's, it's work, work, and it's pressure. So it does, it does change it. it. It can shift it over time. And I think there's a bit, maybe, you know, in fairness, there's a, there's a bit of a tension with, you know, so people from the outside looking in mm-hmm. like, Oh, poor you, you're so stressed out. Cause you're getting to do what you love every day. <laughs> you know? well, yeah, sure. I mean, and, and, I, and so you feel like you can't complain or yeah. vocalize that or share that because mm-hmm. you are, you know, you are in this position where you're getting to do something that you really enjoy. But right. the fact is whether you're doing what you love or you're doing a job that like you dread it going to it every Monday morning, yeah. um, there are going to be different, um, like drains on yeah. you. They're going to tax you in different ways. And so, right. um, I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there. That's not yeah, like, cause I, I do see comments sometimes mm-hmm. when people are like, you know, like a, an influencer or bloggers taking a vacation yeah. and they're like, what are you taking a vacation from? From like right. trying on clothes and taking well, pictures. And, yeah. But it's like, they, that's not quite understanding the full extent no. of everything that goes into the, that kind no. of a business. So, well, and I think um, that's just dangerous in general. You know, we, <laughs> I was just thinking this the other day, there was something that happened in my life personally. And I just thought, you know, we really, really do not know what each other are really, I mean, we don't know what people are going through. We really don't. You know, we yeah. have this, we have an idea of, of what we think they're experiencing, but we, we don't really know, you know, unless they're someone that's close to us. So it's, yeah, it's the same with, um, with work. It can seem like, you know, if you get to do uh, something, just like you said, like an influencer or you're a blogger or you're a designer or any of those things that might sound really fluffy, uh, they're still, man, depending on, you know, what it is and they all come with their own stressors. They all come with, with yeah. different parts that are not so fun. Um, and, you know, no matter <clears throat> no matter what they are, you still are, you know, an individual still living life in the middle of that. So, yeah, I think we're all going to experience burnout, you know, even if it's from doing something we love. It's, it's just going to happen. So, yeah, good note, yeah. good I, thing to note. Yeah, and I also, in talking about social media, I think that um, – I think that burnout is maybe more, I think maybe it, it's a more common occurrence now and maybe yeah. happens more regularly because of this, you know, kind of living before an audience, yeah. whether it's, you know, that's the whole of your job or right. you're just sharing as a part of promoting your business. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can start to, you know, cross over to this line where like you're living your life for what you share or you're creating for what you share and then it just it's like you're always on even when you go on vacation it's like well I've now I've got to share all all of what I'm doing on vacation because Mm -hmm. 
there's this you and I think it's mostly a self-imposed pressure that you put on yourself that you have to share what you're doing instead Mm -hmm. of just being like you know what I'm signing off off. yep I'll see you guys when I get back (laughs) I'll take some pictures and let you know what happened you know right so I I think it's tough and also in this world where it's just very difficult to completely unplug um I think burnout just is much more prevalent Mm -hmm. because we're just not giving ourselves that time of rest yeah um well, and I think that just takes such, about. yeah, just such practice and discipline. That's just a, I think that's one of those things. It's a, it's a choice long before it's a habit, you know, and, and it's the same. Yeah, that's a good way to put you it. You know, it's just, it's takes time to get to a place where you, you know, feel like you really can unplug really no matter what kind of, you know, what line of work you're in, whether you deem it creative work or not, you know, it's, that is a discipline that takes a lot of effort, you know, and practice before it becomes this habitual, okay, like I'm, you know, it's time to be off. It's time to rest. It's time to unplug, you know, that takes yeah some effort. So uh, it's just easy to, and, and I think because of that, just like you said, it's just another reason we find ourselves in a place where we're just, you know, we're just burnt out. We don't, we don't have anything there's really nothing left. And I know we've talked about that a lot, you know, how rest is such a part of work and you know, mental rest, not just physical sleep, but, you know, just having some, some rest and some margin in your life, you know, that's, it's a huge part of what keeps you from burning out. But, you know, the truth is I like to think, um, that I'm pretty decent at that now. I'm pretty decent at turning off and unplugging, but I still get burnout like the best of them. You know what I mean? So it, cause it depends on what's happening, you know, in my life around me and, um, the way, you know, just the way I respond to it, just how much is going on at one time. I mean, there's so many things that come into play. So I think we're just, we're going to find ourselves, you know, ourselves in those positions, no matter, you know, how much we practice and, you know, practice that discipline um, of giving ourselves, you know, ourselves some time off. We're still going to hit a place where it's just like, well, and there's a wall. (laughs) I can't, I can't. Can't do it yep. anymore without feeling a little bit, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. So, yeah, it just happens. So, I really liked when we were talking about this ahead of time. I really liked um, what you know, kind of your your first suggestion. So, you're starting to feel that burnout. Yeah. That like you're not enjoying your work. It's harder. It's harder to go to. You're feeling stuck creatively. You're just feeling tired. All yeah. of that um, to to figure out what's really causing the burnout in the first place yeah. because. Without analyzing that, it you you just yeah okay so you take a weekend mm-hmm. you know and unplug to go, yeah yeah to unplug or to go somewhere to do something but you come right back and you're right back in the mm-hmm. same shoes because you haven't you haven't addressed what the issue is yeah well and I think you know this is especially important and um and I, I know I can speak to this because I've you know I've experienced both sometimes these little bitty like I said, just a blip where you're just, you know, you're just kind of worn out and you're tired and you just need a minute, you know, but that's wholly different than hitting a place where you just feel stuck. I mean, in the mud, like I can't get motivated or focused or I don't have the same drive that I normally do, you know, and we've talked about this plenty. I've been in the middle of that this last few months in a way that I've never experienced in my work life ever, you know, just a Mm -hmm feeling, you know, it's, it is burnout, but it's more of a, a lack of focus and a lack of energy towards um, the focus of what I'm doing. And so 
that's just, it's easy to happen. And I think that question is really important for those times because those are the ones that are a little bit, they're going to hang on. You know, they're, you're going to have a, you know, it's just like I was telling you a few minutes ago, you know, you're going to have a really good day or two or a great week and you're going to feel all that stuff come back. But you also are in the middle of whatever those things are that's, that's causing the, you know, the feeling of, you know, being burnt out. And it's, if you don't know it and you can't identify it, then when it happens, it's just one more blow. You know, it's one yeah. more, you know, knock, you know, you're just knocked down one more time and you feel frustrated then. And then we do this thing, you know, that we love to do and we punish ourselves a little bit more by making ourselves feel like, you know, well, we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. So it's um, <laughs> it's a good idea to try to figure out what's causing it so that you can just kind of move through it uh, and and address it, see what changes you can make, what has to stay the same, what can be different, so that then you can move forward, you know, slowly over some time, and you can really fully move out of that place and, and back yeah. into a place you feel more, you know, more like yourself or more comfortable, more motivated, whatever the word is, you know, you can move through it. Yeah, and I think, so the real benefit of finding, like, what what's causing the burnout um if it's something that's within your control then you can remove it you can right. say this is something that I'm not going I'm going to kind of draw a fence and I'm not going to allow this into you know mm -hmm. into my territory yeah. because it just causes me to be burnt out so there's yeah. some things like that I'm trying to think of like what a good example of that would be maybe it's a specific kind of work like accepting yeah. custom work is very stressful for you for you it it drains you like nothing else. Right. So you, um, if you're financially in the position to be able to cut that out of your business, then you remove that from your business as a service that you offer. And then you're mm -hmm. able to say, okay, this is, I've removed something that causes burnout. Um, doesn't mean you'll never get burnt out again, but it means something that's a major trigger or stressor yeah. is going to be removed. But I think more often than not, burnout is caused by things that we can't remove, which is yes. why it, I think it leads to burnout because it's something that we have to do or something yeah. that we have to deal with. Maybe it's even just like you're someone who's very hypersensitive about your balance sheet in yeah. a business. And so it's, you know, just even if you're doing well and you're in the black, the constant stress of yeah. money is, is a weight on you. It makes you feel burnt out. Maybe you're someone who, you know, works super late into the night. So you're chronically tired mm -hmm. and um, that's just your best, most, creative time yeah. or you're on I don't know you're overcommitted you're on really tight deadlines um so if there's All stuff that like <laughs> yeah if there's just stuff that you kind of have to you know maybe you can rework it and adjust things but you kind of have to be dealing with it um then I think that you can there are ways that you can create um just some some systems mm -hmm. that maybe make things a little bit easier to deal with yeah. um you know, okay, every time I go into my accounting software, it's going to be a little bit stressful for me. So um, I need to, you know, maybe I'll schedule when I do that. I need to make sure I'm in a good positive frame of mind when I do that. Yeah. I've, I've had enough sleep or I don't do that right before then I have to go do creative work because it's going to make me feel stressed and, right. you know, burnt out or whatever. So I think, yeah, that that's really yeah. important to figure out the cause and then to, do what you can to... I literally just wrote that down. Do what you can. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
<laughs> Sorry, we just, you know, was just letting her know we were a little, yeah, yes. we had a little moment you do there. What you, you do what you can. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't. You, you can't avoid burnout 100% no. altogether, but there's a lot, you know, do what you can to yeah. avoid it and to insulate yourself from the yeah. things that really drain you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and two, I think, you know, it's important to note, and we didn't even put this in our notes, but I, I do think it's important because it's been important for me during this phase um, of my work life to, to figure out, okay, why am I... Why is a lot of uh, stress and and things that I'm dealing with? Why is it manifesting in work? Why am I seeing it in work more more than not? And because that's not normal for me. Normal for me is to to find focus and find rest and find uh, <clears throat> you know purpose and motivation in work. So what is it that's causing that? You know, and and to identify some of those things has been helpful. But not only that. Probably the next thing that that has helped me the most that I would encourage you to do if you're experiencing this is to maybe make some notes, which I know we say this in a second, you know, to to journal about triggers and stressors. But on the opposite side, maybe journal about what what have you accomplished in the last year? You know, what things have gone well? What did you what were you working on right before this you know, this time period of burnout, you know, because for me, there was a lot of creative output, uh, a lot. It's not like just a little, it was a lot, you know, and not, not too much or not something I'd go back and change, but still it does make sense that in the middle of maybe um, a difficult time with life and I've just finished a season where I was pouring out a lot of creative work, really, and have been for a, a decade. <laughs> yeah. It's okay if you hit a place where you're just like, man, I can't quite get out of this funk. I'm tired, you know, I think. Yeah. I'm mentally tired or, you know, I don't have the same energy towards, you know, these things that I used to have. Uh, that that will help you then begin to give yourself some permission to do what you can do right now. And that's okay because it's, yeah. you're going to come back to a place where things even out, just like in your life when you're going through really difficult times, you know, if, if we can try, <laughs> try to remember, you know, that they're seasonal, that it will not feel this way forever. It does tend to help. It doesn't make it go away and it doesn't make every bit of hurt or stress, you know, fade away, but it, it is at least a hope that it's going to, it's going to feel better, you know, shortly yeah. or at least in the future. And it's the same with our, with our creative work. If we can tell ourselves, you know, Hey, this is a seasonal thing and I'm going to do what I can do right now. I'm going to do what I can do and what I can control. And I'm going to do my best in that, in this, then it, it can help, you know, it can help yeah. give you a different perspective. I think you make a really good point too about um, like celebrating your successes. So writing mm -hmm. down that list of everything you've accomplished or that you've completed or done or whatever over the yeah. last year, whether it's as a part of your business or it's yeah. just a creative hobby. Um, I, I realized this was several years ago in my business that I realized I had had like I had hit quite a few pretty amazing milestones <laughs> right. in my business and I was going at such a fast pace that I was not taking time to stop and to celebrate, celebrate those yeah. even just to like 
let's take a minute. We're going to go out to dinner as a family and just have a really good dinner and just talk about this success and just, you know, say a toast to it and celebrate that, that this cool thing has happened. Yeah. So there was one year I was like, I'm going to be more intentional about that, about taking that time to stop and to celebrate things that, that have been accomplished and, um, and, and also to, to express gratitude for them as well. Yeah. I, I, th- I think when you get so, and, and I was at this place at one point where it's like, I'm just working at such a fast pace. It's like, I'll celebrate later. I'll be thankful yeah. for all this later. I'll sleep later. I right. will. <laughs> when I'm dead. <laughs> I will go, actually go do some real clothes shopping mm-hmm. and get my hair done later. You know, I was mm-hmm. in that place where it's like everything was going to happen later, except yeah. for the work that was right in front of me. And yeah. that's just a place that like, in some sense, it's this, it was a super exciting time because sure. so many neat things were happening, but it's also not sustainable. You know, no, right. that's exactly what I was just going to say, <laughs> but it was not sustainable. Yeah. And it started to manifest in sort of this, man, I feel a little just off in what I'm yeah. doing. I, I just felt off. I felt unsure of myself. I yeah. felt like, you know, I started to feel things that weren't true. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like feeling oh, yeah. like my business wasn't doing well or feeling like I wasn't right. creatively doing as much as I was before. But then I'd actually look at like, no, I've, I'm doing the okay. production and the output <laughs> is still there. Yeah. The business yeah. is doing better than it ever has been. Why am I feeling so weird and off? And it was just, I was burnt out and yeah. I wasn't listening to those symptoms of like, gosh, just take a break. Like, yeah. you know, tell your blog readers, you'll be back in a week. And <laughs> sign off of Instagram and just, you know, just take a break. And, um, and I did that a few years ago for the first time, I think in, I don't know, I'd been blogging for maybe six or seven years without, without, I mean, I posted it, it, I would say at least five times a week, every week for six, six or seven years. And then finally I was like, you know what, between Christmas and New Year's yeah. I'm gonna take that week off and I did and it was weird not going I and remember checking when or not you did <laughs> it was weird but yeah. then afterwards I felt that like man yeah, okay. okay I yeah. you know I needed that and I did it and it was fine right. the world was fine it was without okay. me putting a post up <laughs> okay. I think burnout can sometimes come out of this very self-centered place oh, like yeah. you you have to produce or there's going to mm-hmm. be some major consequences. Everybody's going to be disappointed, Every, yep. you know, and it's like, that's really just not true. No. You may have like two people who are disappointed that you didn't, right. you know, you didn't produce as much that, that week or that month. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like in the end, in exchange for like rest and recovery mm-hmm. and health and just having a healthy work-life balance, yeah. like that's, that's okay. That's okay. people can be can be upset about that you know <laughs> yes they can <laughs> lord and I mean I think that's true for any creative output oh, I mean yeah. like, even if you're someone who does this as you know who does creative work as a hobby like you make quilts for your friends yeah. or family and and even feeling that pressure like everybody's going to be so disappointed if they don't get a knitted sweater this Christmas because mm-hmm. I've always given everybody a knitted sweater and I'm tired of knitting now and I yeah. need a break yeah. and so 
you know, I think we just put these pressures on ourselves. We do. We do. And we don't even realize we're doing it. We really don't because we've created so many, um, you know, so many patterns that are just default for us, you know? Yeah. And I, (laughs) I know this is not about creativity necessarily, but, uh, it's, it does tie in. I was talking with my mom yesterday and she's, She's had a lot going on. You know, I've talked about this. My dad's not been really well lately. And, you know, so she's had a lot happening. And we were talking about Thanksgiving and the possibility of whether or not we, you know, would have it at her house or what we would do, you know, this year. And, you know, and I just said it to her without, um, you know, she didn't say anything that prompted me to say this, but I just thought, let me throw this out there. I said, now, you know, if, if you decide you want to do that or that that feels like a good idea, you know, it doesn't have to be, (laughs) you don't have to clean the entire house from top to bottom, right? You know, you know, the formal living room can just, it can have boxes in it. That's cool. We can set up a folding table. No big deal, you know? And she just said, huh, yeah, 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 that's right. And I'm just like, (laughs) yes, exactly. We can sit at the kitchen table There does not have to be this big production. And, you know, it's the same with our creativity and our creative work. We just, it becomes default, you know. Those things that we do are just, well, this is how we do Thanksgiving dinner. This is how I do work. This is what my schedule looks like. And before we know it, you know, we're, we're really the ones boxing ourselves in. And, you know, the beauty of being a creative entrepreneur is to be able to have moments like we were just referencing a little while ago when people look at you and say, well, you know, it's like that saying I used to tell you, you know, my diamond shoes are too tight. It's that, (laughs) you know, it's that whole mentality. That, guess what? That is the benefit. You got a lot on your shoulders, but you know what you can do? You can step away for a minute when you really, really need it. You know, you can, um, you can make some changes or hire someone new if you're able to, to help with a certain task or whatever the thing is that you need, you do oftentimes have the ability to do it. And that is a gift. You know, that's a, that's a huge gift. Um, So, you know, I think, I think we'd both say that's a huge one is to, once you've identified it, take, then take some time, whether it's take time off, we would probably say take time both off and away, go somewhere different. You know, that man, Is it like that for you going somewhere new? Is that just as refreshing to you as it is to me or is that just me? It's a it's oh, a big no. deal for it, me. It is it is for me. I'm a bit of a homebody though, me so too. I'm always like reluctant. Me I too. don't want yeah. to. I'm like I really just want to rest at home, but yep. um like for example going on this Europe trip, it was mm-hmm. part work and part vacation. So it was yeah. a little bit of both, but um it came at sort of this really stressful time and I was stressed then about going on this trip and right. then thinking like I shouldn't be going this is bad exactly. timing there's too many things going on all of this I do that every and I'll time tell I travel you what, <laughs> yeah I pretty much do too like why why am I doing what this to I myself doing? all the packing and the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but man I got there and just like within just a couple of days like all of it was there there were times during the whole day where it all the things I was really worried about. I mean, I really worked myself into a twist about some things yeah. and, and it was like forgotten during yeah. that time. Oh, I was, yeah. and it was because there wasn't anything there that was reminding me about the things I was stressed about. Yep. I'm so captivated with things that were 
new and different and um, learning and being inspired. Yeah. And it just, man, I came back from that trip and I'm like, you know what? I'm good. That was what I needed. That's what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> Not feeling stressed about this anymore. And and I think too, I was telling Jeff this the other day that that trip helped me a lot because not only was it just getting somewhere different, but um, I really do. I grew up in Germany, so mm-hmm. I really resonate with European culture, and and I love, of course, everything old. So all the buildings and the museums and stuff, I really enjoy that. Um, but I said to Jeff, I was like, you know, this any anything that I'm feeling stressed about, any of this stuff is. It feels big right now, but it's really so small. And just yeah. seeing like eating dinner in a room that's 800 years old, it's like yeah. the world is old and it's yeah. big. And there are people who live in like this little tiny Italian town who go buy their groceries every day at their local market. Yeah. And they do, you know, and it's like, okay, I can, it just gives you perspective. It, I, I was going to say, that's a perspective game. That's a big deal. It's a big yeah. Deal. It just you, your perspective has changed. So the the problems are still there. The things mm-hmm. that cause burnout and stress and all are still there. Yeah. But your perspective has shift, and it's just like, man, this really is all okay. Or even if it's even if the burnout is something that you know, or what's causing the burnout is something that's big and really weighing on you, and it's not going to go away anytime soon. Um, it is still, you know. I don't know. I just think you can have a different perspective about it. You can. You, know? you can. And and I think personally, I feel like I can speak to, and I know you can too, you know, there are times that you go through whatever it is, whether it's work or things happening in your life outside of work or both, you know, that are causing burnout and stress and fatigue and all that. I mean, you know, it's pretty, honestly, I'm convinced that once you hit 30, it's pretty constant. It, it, it The game has changed <laughs> at that point. <laughs> things are not, you know, candy land anymore. So, you know, somewhere in that time frame, it's like, dang, man, life just got hard and it's not stopping, you know, and it's just yeah kind of one yeah it, it can feel that way anyway like one big event after another that's really difficult and of course you know um, that's different for everybody it looks different but I do think that it's I know I've experienced times where I do get you know I'm so far into a, a darker place where I will think I, how do I get out or how can I you know so I'm I'm sensitive to that. I'm sensitive to know that sometimes you're just not quite able to shift your perspective really easily, and it mm-hmm. takes time. Um, it really does. It takes time and people that love you and uh, opportunities and trying again and all that stuff, you know, before yeah. you can get back there. But I do think even just knowing, you know, uh I know now we're, I know I'm doing it, the philosophical thing, just knowing, (laughs) that's right, (laughs) just knowing that it will arrive, you don't have to feel like it will, you know, just try to hang on to knowing, even just scientifically that everything is, everything is constantly moving around you and changing, life does not sit still. So while it may feel like that it's going to stay this way forever and you're going to stay in this stuck place, whether it's work or life or, like I said, both, it really will change. It is not going to look the same a year from now. Something will be different. Something will have moved. And, 
you know, I think when we can get that perspective, even if it's just to trust in that alone, in just the nature of the way we move through the world, even if that's all you can hang on to, that's helpful because it's, yeah. it's something you can look at and say, okay, I, it is going to feel different. It doesn't right now. It just doesn't, but it's, it's going to, and I'm going to get back there eventually. And as creatives, you know, we're, man, of course we get burnout. Of course you do. You know, you're pouring, you're pouring so much into what you do. And often, I mean, if it's done online, you know, I think that there are plenty, I'm sure plenty of cases where people maybe are more superficial, but you know what I'm also convinced of? I'm really convinced that a lot of times people really are pouring exactly who they are into their work and they're just sharing it, you know, and maybe they're sharing it all the time. Uh, but they're, they are pouring themselves, you know, out there, you know, into the world. And it is exhausting, you know, and to create things and, and make them and share them with a lot of people is scary. And there's a lot of pressure in that, especially if it becomes your, you know, something your family depends on for income. So, of course, you're going to arrive at a place where eventually you burn out. And when we can shift our perspective you know, in those moments, it just helps us get through it easier. That's all. Yeah. Because it's yeah. going to happen, you know? Yeah. It just helps us move through it a little bit with a little less resistance, just a little. Yeah. It's kind of like quicksand, you know? Just relax. <laughs> just relax. Yep. Maybe you I can get you out touched, of there. <laughs> I think you touched on something really good too, how like how important it is to have at least one person in, in your life yeah. you can speak into, who you can just, you know, talk about this with talk about man I'm feeling kind of this way about Mm -hmm. my creativity or about my output about my work um you know what are you seeing in this because I think other people can see things a lot clearer than you can when it comes to um yeah and I think people can say yeah you're you just need a break you're just what you're creating is forced it's not you don't seem to have joy in it anymore you've just got to take a break and walk away from it um, for a while, which is, is difficult. And I think you see that in, in history and people who we look to as the masters of their field. Um, and I think you see that in, in modern day, why you see a lot of, especially like young celebrities and stars Mm -hmm. just get to a point where they're just, they're, they're, um, they've just gone at too fast of a pace for too long and it's, they, they've got, they crack, you know, just tired. Yeah. Yeah. Or they walk away for a while. So, um, yeah, anyway, so definitely taking time off and getting away. If you can't get away, just take the time off and, you know, go do some things locally that are different. We've talked about this Mm -hmm. before, but, you know, just, just go do some fun things, be outside, like just going for a hike, doing walks, go do a class that you've, you know, sign up for a class, yoga class or ballet (laughs) or whatever, like just go do something that's different different. and fun. And, um, and, and a part of like getting out is, is also then doing something, doing something new. Um, just changing your, your, I I guess getting some new input and also giving yourself some new output to do. So Mm -hmm. maybe like, you know, do something you haven't done in a long time, like bake a cake or yep. bake a loaf of bread or make an entire meal from scratch or learn a new skill yeah. or read like an actual physical book that has pages, pages that and you paper. turn. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
you know, or, um, yeah, or writing Which all sounds so fluffy, but it's just not. Those little bitty things. It's just like how small activities like sitting and watching, especially your small kids play or when your kids get older and you watch them with their friends, how they laugh and how they mm-hmm. interact with each other. You know, you sit in those moments and you have a moment of just, man, it's just joy. It feels great. It just feels good. So those little things are, while they sound like just dumb, <laughs> you know, kind of like dumb, you know, little band-aids, they're not. They, they're they just very fulfilling and they give you yeah. a moment of pause, you know, to, to experience something around you. And that, you know, I know we both feel that way. That spurs your creativity on, you know, to have just those moments yeah. where you feel like, it does. man, that was cool. That was fun. That felt nice. <laughs> So. Yeah, so I had that. I had one of those I recently. Know. <laughs> I thought it was so cool when I saw it. Yeah, so um, I for those who missed a podcast or don't follow me, I had surgery on my shoulder and my bicep. I had rotator cuff repair and what's called bicep tendinesis. So I've been in this immobilizing sling for six weeks. It's my last <laughs> full day. Oh, I didn't know it was the last day. That's exciting. Last full day. I go to the doctor. Well, hopefully if everything goes good to the doctor, I'll Mm -hmm. at least get out. Everyone cross your fingers. (laughs) I'll get out of the immobilizing part of it. So it won't be like strapped. I want my arm strapped to me like it's in a baby carrier all the time. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I've had this going on and it's, you know, it really is. It's a six week recovery. I wasn't, I'm very optimistic. So I'm like, I bet after week two, I'll be painting (laughs) and I'll be doing stuff. You know, it's just an arm. I have another arm. I have two Uh legs. I can, you know, but I really underestimated just the body's need to recover from the surgery itself, just dealing with inflammation and just Mm -hmm. all of that. I just underestimate how the, how the medications would make me feel muffled and not like myself. And I underestimated it all. So Anyway, I've been doing a lot more. Um, I've really only been working about part time. And it's actually, I'll tell you, it's been, you know, it's a stinky thing to go through recovering from surgery, but it's been so good for me because it's given me permission to say, you know what, I'm not going to do, I'm not, I'm only going to do the work today that I really need to do. And then I'm going to rest for the rest Mm -hmm. of the day. And I don't ever do that. Like sit in a recliner and watch, you know, old episodes of whatever right. some show you know I don't ever do that or like troll the depths of of Netflix to see <laughs> if you can find a little movie gem that you've never seen before um, so I've been doing that kind of thing that's that's been my life and I started to get you know I was frustrated with myself because I missed I, I couldn't you know I handwriting was difficult typing right. was difficult I couldn't write in my journal the way I normally do. I couldn't sketch. I was, I did some stuff with my left hand, but it, it, it wasn't fulfilling. I was, mm-hmm. it just was not, I was not yeah. having that creative, productive outlet that I really yeah. wanted. And so I ended up going to a, it was a women's crafting night at our church. And I went because I had to go. I'm on the <laughs> women's planning committee and I had to go. <laughs> Love, and I told Jeff, like, I, I have no business. <laughs> I know I should not be going to this. I have right, no, I, I have rest. one arm. What yeah. kind of crafting am I going to do? Right. I had a really poor attitude about it. And 
<laughs> so I got there and actually just being there and like the fellowship with other women, I'm like, yeah. okay, this is good. I'm this glad I nice. came. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad I came. This is better than sitting in the dark in a recliner <laughs> with ice on my shoulder again for the, you know, fourth. Going to get to do that again tomorrow. <laughs> right. So, um, so anyway, uh, one, they were doing painting and beading and crocheting. And I thought, okay, I bet that I could crochet with uh-huh. One with this hand. arm situation, <laughs> right? Just holding the hook very loosely mm-hmm. in my and still in my right hand and doing the work with my left hand. Yeah. So I learned to crochet a, a very simple beanie hat yeah. and um, and I did it. And I realized I had some yarn because I enjoy yarn, even though I don't do any crocheting or knitting. I happen to have some yarn, so I pulled out this other skein of yarn the next day and I made uh-huh. another hat. Yeah. And I'm like. Jeff, can you take me to the craft store so I can buy some more yarn? And I, I just realized, like, first of all, in in just a little way, like, it was very good um, physiotherapy for my hand yeah. because I've had swelling in my hand from the swelling in my arm. And it's move, it's working my hand a little bit, which by extension works my forearm, my bicep, yeah. and even up to the shoulder just very gently while it's in the sling. Yeah. And I realized, like, this is really good for me. And... Not only that, it gave me something to do that was creative, it was productive, yep. and and it was there's something very therapeutic and relaxing about good, sort of that yeah. rhythmic crocheting. And yeah, so now I'm like I'm, you know, telling Jeff like <laughs> I'm gonna be that lady who carries my yarn work around with me and like pulling it do. out to work. <laughs> Everybody's getting scarves and hats That's for Christmas right. and <laughs> I want a hat. I need I need a little I need a good beanie. I'll oh, take I'll one. I'll make you a hat. You have to I got a big head. Yeah. Um oh, okay. <laughs> it's not I'll small. make you one. But anyway, it's so it's and and you know what? It was I did it like dragging my feet along mm-hmm. it was not something I was like hey I'm gonna learn something new while I'm sitting here in my chair I'm gonna learn to crochet it like kind of fell in my lap but it ended up being such a great thing and um really lifted my spirits for the remainder of the yeah. time of being in the sling and um yeah it just gave me something new to work with now I'm like okay how can I use crochet and home decor applications right. how can I you know what else do I want to make and mm-hmm. um I, yeah, so I'm just I'm just excited about it. It's given me kind of this new, you know, yeah, a little just new, new energy, play, yeah. new place to explore. There which, well, go. actually, that's what we're going to be talking about next week. So it's kind of a good mm-hmm. little introduction to that. Like this, yeah. this, this was a world I hadn't really entered into before, except a little bit. I we did. I had a vague memory of doing learning crochet in school, which okay is yeah. a little weird. But I think we did crochet in school, but. I don't remember any but, of it, yeah. so this was my first time really giving it an effort as an adult. Yeah, so. yeah. Yep, I think that that's great. And just, you know, again, I mean, those new little things, like you said, even if it just falls in your lap, that's just a great way to, um, you know, just to renew your energy and to have a to have something different to look forward to is a, it's a great thing, you know, and I don't think it has to be, I really don't think it even has to be, you know, super impressive. It can just be something, you know, man, pick up a coloring book and color for a while. Any kind of just something to do with your hands, you know, and your mind. There's just, there's good things that come from that, from those quiet places of just getting your hands busy, doing something, you know, 
uh, creating something and, and taking the pressure off of yourself to do one particular thing or another. And it's funny, I was just telling Marion before we got uh, on our uh, call to record that, you know, it's, uh, you know, arriving at that place where you can just say, because for me, burnout does not feel like me. And that's hard. That feels difficult. And it feels like I'm outside of my body because I'm not used to operating from that place for an extended period of time. A week here or there, sure, you know, but uh, I'm not used to those extended, like long, you know, we're not, I don't usually camp out at the extended stay hotel there. So it's like, and when I experience that, I begin to feel not, you know, just not like myself. And, you know, and I just said to her, and it's, it's true, you know, I am still me in that. I've just got, you know, A, B, and C happening around me right now, and I've got to deal with that, and that's okay, you know? And just knowing those things and identifying it helps you, I think. It just helps us move through it. Same as trying something new or, you know, changing our location for even for the day, you know, even if it's just going to a new restaurant locally or a park that you don't normally go to or whatever it is, just anything that's sort of new and different is, is just, is such a gift. And it just kind of jolts you a little bit, just gives you a quick pick me up and enough quick ones. And then all of a sudden, guess what? You're feeling better, you know, you're moving through it then. So I think that's such a good point. And you had sort of said this in a few, in a few different ways about how like the the world is always changing. I think in the way you just said it, like you're always changing too. And we've talked about this about like, not letting the best of your past being the enemy of your present good. Mm -hmm. And I think we can do the same thing just with ourselves and not just what we produce, but ourselves saying like, well, this was my, this is what I was able to do five years ago or 10 years ago. And now like I'm not there anymore. So, you know, it, yeah. And instead of then, if you're living in this place, then when you're always questioning where you are now, instead of, embracing it celebrating the wins being thankful for where you are it yeah then it can um yeah I think then that can kind of feel like burnt burnout it it can feel like burnout that's what I was trying to say and I sort of spazzed out there I don't know what happened but anyway yeah it can it can feel like burnout because you just feel like you you can't you're just not doing what you used to do right and it's like then that's okay let this be okay Yep. That this is who you are now. Let this be your new normal. Yep. You'll move Instead through it. I've always looked into the past. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So next time we're going to talk about um, something we're both excited about, which is why we left it as our last um, episode Man, of the season. We wanted to end episode. out just on a really inspirational note. So we're going to talk about what is creative frontier for you. Mm-hmm. What is unexplored territory? What is, you know, beyond the horizon of what yeah. you can see? And, um, so we'll talk about that next time, but first our creative contraption. So I picked this one. I don't know if you've ever even heard of them. No, I looked at it. I'm nope, I have not. Okay. It's exciting. So I'm listening. I had along. never, the, we're talking about another bag because, um, <laughs> cause why not? I've just realized like the bag thing. I have enough bags. I don't need to buy any more bags. I so just, I need to be on the record for that. 
So this was, I went to um, Junk Bonanza in Minneapolis a couple of years ago, and I saw this booth with like all of these amazing bags that are made out of old um, feed sacks. Okay. So like American feed sacks uh-huh. that are real graphic and everything. And then I think they they also use like some canvas material. I don't know if that, that might be reclaimed as well, but okay. really super well-made bags. And I found one that it was a blue and white feed sack, which blue and white are my colors. And uh-huh. um, just this great, they're just good, sturdy, yeah, very unique, well-made bags. And um they come in, they have all different, everything from like little pouches and clutches all the way up to like really big tote uh-huh. bags and, um, and backpacks and stuff like that. So yeah. the brand is Selena Vaughn okay. and it's, um, V-A-U-G-H-A-N, Selena Vaughn. And you can find the bags on Etsy and you can just Google it and find them as well. But they're just really cool. So if you're a bag person or you kind of like, oh or if you need a bag I to carry your yarn suggestions. work around. Right, for new bags. <laughs> yes, if you need a bag to carry your yarn work around with you. <laughs> well, you wait at the doctor's office, you go get you one of these. <laughs> That's right. Well, they, and it's nice too. They all have, they have little pockets and pouches mm-hmm. and like, they're just really well designed bags and, and the, um, uh, the straps are really well made so there's yeah. no concern of like the straps falling off and they have like big grommets that hold you know you can clip together anyway yeah just a, it's just a cool bag so and they Very have cool. lots of different lots of different bags lots of different price points and um, so it's kind of a it's a fun thing that I wanted to share with everybody awesome yeah I'll have so alright well next week we'll talk about um, Creative Frontier and I'm looking forward to that me too see you guys then Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker's Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.